most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. It's King and Foster live on NRM Streamcast. And Terry Foster and Jimmy King joins us in a minute. Tom Mazaway sitting home here in our studios. Uh, Terry, I see you moved to the indoors today. Jimmy, you're always indoors. No, you're indoors, too. Both of you guys are indoors. Yes. Uh, it's, it's on fire here, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm inside today. Yeah, I walked outside and uh, could barely breathe. So it felt like you know I was being choked from the back. So I'm inside today, enjoying a nice AC. Okay, ceiling fan, <laughs> looking good. How about you, Terry? How's things? Uh, everything is good. I'm just chilling out. I am. Um, let me see. I got some carry out lunch today, which is very exciting. What'd you get? Uh, I got a cheese. No, it wasn't. It was a cheesesteak without the cheese. Uh, I guess it's a steak steak, whatever you want to call it. Where'd you get that, Jimmy? uh, Excuse me, uh, Jersey Mike's? No, I went to a place called Lefties. Oh, yeah, Lefties. Yeah. How is it? I didn't like it that much. Okay. You know, all right. Um, I heard so much about lefties. It's going to be great. Then one's moving into my neighborhood now. But if you're not giving it a good review, man, well, I'll still give it a, I'll, I'll still give it a whirl. <laughs> That's just well, the excitement around our house is that there's going to be a Chick Fil A. Oh, within uh, ten minutes of the house. So my daughters my would love that. Excited about that. Uh, he, you know, I offered to take him the first day it opens, but I think I'm going to wait a few days and then yeah. go with him. I don't like going anywhere the first day it opens. It's always ridiculous. Jimmy, you like Chick-fil-A? I love Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A <laughs> is big down here. You know, I'm in the uh, southern states. Yep. So, uh, yeah, the, the uh, chicken breast, fried chicken breast is a, is a, is a beautiful thing. By the way, I'm going to have to give out to my, to my man. Shout out to my man, Killer B, um, for making that, that crazy chicken breast the other night. <laughs> while I was doing my DJ session. So, what were you doing? Um, what did we miss? Oh, my gosh. He, he cooked the chicken breast. I'm telling you, chicken breast was like this big, but it was crispy on the outside, juicy on the inside. I'm getting hungry. All white meat. Oh, and that was it. I ate it like a sandwich. I, didn't, I ate bone and everything, and it just melted in my mouth. So shout out to my man. Oh, Killer B and his aunt's recipe. <laughs> I love it. Now we're talking about uh, Chick Fil A. Do you have Zaxby's down there? Um, I don't know. There, there may be. Um, and again, mm-hmm. I, like things are just not opening up, so I'm just not able to move around and see all the new things. But I haven't heard of one uh, around here. Chick Fil A's are big here. Popeyes are big here, and I must say. I tried the chicken sandwich in Michigan at Popeye's. I was thoroughly disappointed. However, Ooh. I tried the chicken sandwich here, and I've had about six of them already. I'm you just got a bad one, just, maybe. You got a bad one, that's all. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But I'm telling you, it's a big difference. No, and, and that's the possibility, because I'll tell you what. Um, if you have the donuts at, at Tim Horton's, 
in Michigan, they're different than the ones in Canada. They're both good, but they're a little bit different. So exactly. boom, you might you might get a different reaction. And the coffee's different exactly. too. Agree. Okay. And, and and I find that true. You know, this is what I also find to be true. If you go to a Taco Bell in the hood, that food mm-hmm. may or may not be good. But you go to a Taco Bell out in the burbs, it's always banging. Okay. And here's another one. Now, <laughs> have you have you been to Church's fried chicken? Oh, but see, Church's is not the same. Yeah, but yes. where? But usually, where do they get those chickens from? Because the drumsticks are <laughs> yes. like this big. The drumsticks, right? The breast, exactly. Are on steroids. Yeah, those are freaky See, chickens. When they changed, yes, when they changed over to the steroid chicken, um, that's when I stopped going to churches. But prior to that, they had the best chicken. Churches was the best, uh, better than KFC. Um, you know, it was that was the uh, go to back in the day. But back in, I think it was like on 82, 83. <laughs> that's how that's how old I am. Dating myself by 82, 83. All right, buddy boy, I got a proposition for you. Uh, you are a teammate of Drew Brees. And as we know, Drew Brees came out with the comments that he never agrees with anybody who disrespects the flag of the United States of America. It was attack on Colin Kaepernick and the flag issue. And actually, to me, it's not a flag issue. It's a protest issue. Um, do you have a conversation with your teammates and you just let it go? Because I think, you know, people are saying that Drew Brees is being disrespectful. I just think he didn't understand the time that we're in now. He didn't understand what his teammates were going through. And uh, I would accept his apology, first of all, because I think he's a sincere guy. He's a good guy for the most part. But I just think he made his comments at the wrong time when we're going through um, the protests and we're going through, you know, Black Lives Matters and we're going through the whole George Floyd thing. The timing was just terrible. But if you're a teammate of his, uh, like Malcolm Jake, Jake uh, Jenkins, I'm sorry, yeah, Jacobs had with him on the internet, do you go up and do you talk to him and you just let it slide? Or how do you approach something like that if he were your teammate, Mr. King? I would, I would, I would, I would walk up to him. I'll put my arm around him, and I would say, mm-hmm. "What did you really mean?" Mm-hmm. I would ask him what he really meant, and and then we would have a conversation from there. Because, you know, I don't think that, in my opinion, I just don't think he understood, like you said, the time and what's going on. So I would take that opportunity to find out where he's at and what he was thinking and what he meant, and then let them know how that made me feel and, you know, the interpretation that I got and what's going on now and and handle it like men, like straight up just like that. Um, and, and, and I'm sure, you know, uh, you know, nothing will arise out of that. If anything, it will be something where, you know, it will be more understanding. And I think that's why we have to do that. You know, we have to uh, exemplify that. We have to 
start the dialogue and conversation, an honest conversation to find out where people are so that we can respect and where they're come to a common ground. Would yeah, you, do you forgive him, Jimmy? Thing. Jimmy, do you forgive him as an athlete? Jim, do you hear me? Sorry, uh, I can't. You, you can't hear do me? Um, no, before. I heard you. Here, let frozen. me answer that. You know, do you forgive him? I absolutely would forgive him. Uh, when uh, Drew Brees issued his apology, the first thing you see on the internet is too late. You messed up, and I don't want to hear about it. But I think Drew Brees has built up enough credibility. He's built up enough street cred where I will forgive him. I do forgive him. Good. I didn't like his comments because I just think the context was bad. Uh, he doesn't understand what teammates are going through. But once he has issued that apology, I viewed it as sincere. I, I, I would accept it if I'm a teammate of his. I'm accepting it even though I'm not a teammate of his because Drew Brees has meant a lot of good things in this world, in New Orleans. You know, he just didn't understand the entire situation. And I don't come down hard on someone and become unforgiving to them if they don't know the entire situation, but they've got a good heart. You've got to show me that you've got a good heart. If I see that, I'll forgive you. That's good to hear, Terry, because I, I think he does have a good heart. I mean, he was a guy that stood up when Hurricane Katrina hit. He didn't. Him and his family didn't run away. They gave their they gave themselves to that city, and they have loved that city. Same with the Mannings. The Mannings loved that city of New Orleans as well. But you don't hear them saying anything. But what, what he did say, he kind of he kind of undressed the Kaepernick thing again because that's what Colin was doing four years ago when he was kneeling. He was kneeling because of racial inequality. He was kneeling because he said, I have respect for the military. My family was in the military. I respect those guys. But when they come back, they don't get the respect that they deserve. So it's unfortunate. The people that hate what Colin Kaepernick did, they just don't understand it. How much more peaceful of a protest can you get than what he did on that football field? You can't. Here's the funny thing that I find, Matt. Uh, I am. I was never in the military. My dad was a military guy. He used to speak to me about what he was fighting for. In fact, he was a little bit upset because he he used to tell me, "I know when I'm done fighting, and I come back to America, I'm not going to have the full privileges that other people have." Right. But that's okay. I'm still going to fight for my country. Now, um, the funny thing that I find is. Most of the people who are in the military that I talk to, I would say seven, 70 to 80 percent stand behind what Kaepernick did. Um, they said, you know, may not like it, but this is what we fight for. We fight partially for your freedoms to protest. Uh, one guy even told me, I don't like this, but I, I fight for the people who want to burn the flag. I never want to see it, but that's what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for the <clears throat> right for you to protest most people who are in the military that i talked to they said they have no problem with colin kaepernick what he did because they understood exactly what he was fighting for what he was leaning for and some don't i don't look at it as a protest of the flag it became that from people right who didn't want to listen who didn't you know want to you know 
believe, who didn't believe in his cause. It was not a flag protest. It was a protest done on the sideline near, you know, and, and during the national anthem. To me, that's not a flag protest. A flag protest is I'm fighting what this flag is all about. I don't like America. Uh, I am fighting what this country is all about. That's not what he did. That's not what he said. And I don't Jimmy, think that's what he meant either. Jimmy, you heard us, and we left you when you were uh, frozen a few minutes ago. We asked you, do you forgive what Drew Brees <clears throat> said and going forward what Terry and I just said? Um, no, I do not forgive what he said. However, I I will accept an apology. I just think it's kind of, um, you know, it's difficult to, to with everything that's going on, um, for him to be not aware is, is kind of strange to me. You know, <clears throat> when you have... If you're supposed to be a leader and you have the pulse on or supposed to have the pulse on the locker room, how can you be a leader to people who you are um, not sensitive to in, in, in their personal needs? Because all this stuff bleeds together. We all know that. Um, you know, your personal life comes into the locker room. That's why you get paid so much. You're supposed to leave it there, but you spend so much time with your teammates that there are people that you become close to. And you have to be aware, particularly on the football team, with all the different um, personalities and, and, and different groups that can form within the team and you being the top dog leader focal point that, even something that's emotional, and I understand, obviously, with something that I think that was emotional to him, um, it has to do with his grandparents fighting in World War II and their sacrifice and, you know, what he has grown up with and thinking and believing in his mind. Um, so I can see the emotional response and why he wants to um, or why he said what he said, but at the same time, it's difficult for me to to see how insensitive he can be. Like, I mean, just a flat out statement, like I, I won't accept or support anyone who disrespects the flag. Like, come on, Drew, you, you cannot be that dense. You, you you understand what the argument is, right? So that's why I'm, you know, I'm kind of like I'm having an issue with what he said, but I'll accept the apology if he kind of put it in the context in which I was, you know, I think he's coming from. Doesn't yeah, sound yeah, like I'm you're accepting it. it. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it, Jimmy. No, 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 no. no, 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 no I'm I haven't heard him, you know, his response to this, you know, the, to everybody's reaction to his response. I haven't heard anything yet. So it depends on what he says, because, um, you know, me, honestly, if, like if I walk into a locker room and I see Drew, I'm going to walk up to him, I'm going to put my arm around him, and I'm going to be like, what did you really mean? And we're going to go from there. All right. All right. 
I'm a little tired of this disrespecting the flag um, argument because, uh, first of all, I don't think the guy is disrespecting the flag when he's taking a knee. Do you know who disrespects the flag more than anybody in the entire world? I'm going to let you think about that. It's sports fans. Sports fans disrespect the flag, if you want to call it that, more than anybody in the world. Because during the national anthem, they scream, they, they um, you know, make it so that you can't even hear the, the anthem. But it's okay for them to do that. It's okay for them to scream and, and, and say rude things and cuss and everything. But Colin Kaepernick can't take a knee. See, I, I don't understand how these people can say, well, he's disrespecting the flag when they're screaming during the national anthem. I just don't get it. Sport fans are the most disrespectful people of the national anthem in in the whole country. That's a that's a that's quite a reach there, Ter. I, I don't think they no, mean anything by it. They may not mean it, but they do it. And uh, here's the national anthem. Here I'm screaming, ah, ah, oh, and, and, and acting like a fool. But then I see I look over there, I see a guy taking a knee. That guy's disrespectful, but I'm not. How, how does that work? I don't get it. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But the guys that are screaming are thinking that they are all for it. And the guy that's kneeling, the people think that this guy is a bum. That, that, that's how these people are, are looking at it. And Kaepernick, we all know he got blackballed out of the league. What can the NFL do? Do you think the NFL – brings this guy in as some type of mediator uh, going forward. If, you know, if it's determined, I think that would be smart. I think that would be smart uh, for the NFL to get ahead of it for like, um, I would, you know, as as a consultant for, you know, uh, community relations or something like it would be, it would be a great image uh, for them. Um, and and you'll get a lot of people to support that, and it will be something that um, you know we typically typically don't see out of the NFL, which yeah. is being socially conscious, and and it will be you know in the right step. So I think it will be a great business decision, and not only that, it will be the right decision morally. I think it would be terrific. I'm glad I thought of it. <laughs> yeah, you did. We're going to give you credit for it. You need to hire you, man. Thanks, man. I, I, I can make peace throughout the world. Trust me. Just give me no a shot. No doubt. But I'm going to tell you, though, as soon as you come in there and try to cut games, they're going to fire you. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> I'm adding games to the NFL. You remember? I'm adding games to the NFL. Oh, no. <laughs> But then you will love you, man. <laughs> I know they will. Go ahead, Terry. No, but I'm, I'm saying at some point, um, because of all the protests that we've had in this country, police, politicians, black leaders, and probably the NFL are going to have to have a meeting. How do we fix this? How do we make the world better? How do we make being a black male safer in the United States of America and how we make the, this country safer for police officers too. We're going to have to have that conversation. Yeah. So if I'm NFL, I want to be part of that conversation. I'm going to have Colin Kaepernick be my representative. Amen. 
and there's plenty more Kaepernicks out there that would that would step up with to the plate on that subject. Plenty more athletes would would step up and and make a great look at Richard Sherman when he's done. I'm, I that's a guy I want working for my league. To tell you the truth, I love Richard Sherman. Yeah, I didn't understand him at first, but as I got to know more about him, uh, I respect the guy more. I thought he was just a screaming fool before. <laughs> and, but then, you know, he settled down. And I understood what he was trying to say. And and uh, so, yeah, I, I respect that guy, too. And I'd want him at the table, too, talking about that. And he's a Stanford guy. You really should like him. He's a Stanford guy. And let me tell you this. I had to, you know, my daughter goes there. I had to tell her who Richard Sherman was. All right. That's okay. And I said, that's very important. So I had to explain to her Richard Sherman. She's like, who's Richard Sherman? I don't know who this guy is. And so if you can't go to school there if you don't know who he is. <laughs> and and Jimmy, let me ask you guys. Let me ask you this, both, both of you. Going forward, TV, when TV is back and fans are at the game, and remember when TV was going away, they go into a commercial break during the national anthem, or they didn't show the camera angle of the guys that were kneeling. Remember they went through all of that? I think it's going to be the opposite now, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Jimmy, on that on that topic. So you're saying, what do you mean? I don't understand what you mean. You mean like they're going to have less? Do you remember when Kaepernick kneeled? He kneeled down for the first time, and they were showing it, and mm-hmm. then people started getting pissed off. So the uh, the TV was not showing the guys that were kneeling down. They were like hardly even showing the national anthem sometimes. I think it's going to change. I think it's going to be TV is going to step up. The NFL is going to step up. I just believe that you know it's going, they're going to show it's okay for people to have their their type of protest that they're doing. That that's all I meant. Yeah. Yes, I, I I agree. I agree. I mean, at this point, you have you know we're seeing it on on social pestering is what I call it, not social media. I call it social pestering. Um, that you got law enforcement kneeling with the community, people in the community. You have them standing out on platforms, giving speeches, motivational speeches. You see them in the streets playing with the kids. So you you starting to see a change. So. You know, hopefully <clears throat> this is what, you know, and again, you know, I think we're at a, a a point, a crossroads where, you know, it's upon us where we can really make a difference in the direction in which way we go. We can believe all this negative stuff that's going on and feed into it and, you know, kind of, um, um, you know, make it a reality or we could do the same thing and, and go in a positive direction um, come together, <clears throat> you know, do away with with old laws and, and, and old ways and, and, you know, old systems that, um, you know, create these type of issues across the board. I mean, you know, we, we're sophisticated enough. We have the technology. Um, so we, as a people, we have to demand it and start, you know, um, really pounding the fist. And if you look like any time in history, it's always been like this. People take to the streets. It's been riots. Um, <clears throat> you know, people take it to the government. Um, the government pushed back. You know, it's almost like a civil war or, you know, there's some kind of uh, uh, change that happens from the force of the people. So right now, all we got to do is stand up and, you know, 
Like like we used to say with the Fab Five, let your nuts hang. Quit being scared. Don't let them shoot up in your stomach. Let's go. Let's get it done. It's like we we talk about everybody talks about what they want to do, um, uh, how they can change something. We're in an opportunity right now where it's so wide open that we can create uh, uh, lanes where where we could get people because people are looking right now. No, nobody know which way to turn. Nobody know what's going to happen. Which way is up? So 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 why not take control? And, and 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 do the things that we want to see as a community. We could do that easily. Okay, that was a politician answer because he didn't <laughs> answer the question, but I'm going to be a lot quicker. Mav, we're never going to see the national anthem again. Because if you remember, they, they stopped showing the national anthem before Kaepernick. And the reason is there's one word, it's called greed. What television figured out is Instead of showing the national anthem, I can show an extra commercial. Right. Get an extra two, three hundred thousand dollars. So they stopped showing the national anthem before Colin Kaepernick and all sports. Sometimes you might see it in NASCAR or some friend sports, but for the most part, the national anthem is no longer part of the TV coverage because A, the fans sitting in front of the TV are not going to sit there and watch it or listen to the national anthem. I do. And B, you can sell some more uh, commercials. I've, I've seen it, uh, Terry. I've seen it on before. It, they might not put it on like they used to, but I still see it a lot on, on games. And I, I and if I like a, who's singing it, I, I'll listen. If I think it's you know if it's a hack job, oh, I'm walking what? away. The National Hockey League. And they'll show it because they'll show some cutie pie out <laughs> there on the, on, the, on the ice singing the National Anthem. And I think most of that has, is not so much showing the anthem, it's showing that cutie pie out there singing it. But <laughs> you look at other sports, that's not the case. Matt, do you see it in other sports besides the NHL? I very rarely see it. I see it in the NFL. I've seen it in the World Series, for sure, the World Series. Well, the World Series is such a long and uh, production that you know they show more things I, I would say so they want to show the whole pageantry and but i don't think they're showing it because they're patriotic right it's just part of the show and but, of course the know, super bowl the super bowl it's huge in the super bowl huh the super bowl makes it a a, a whole segment the national anthem right. brought to you by tim hortons yeah. you know why because you have whitney houston singing it yeah you have Brittany singing you have some celebrity some mega celebrity that people want to right. see don't want to you know they would love to see him sing anything so but you look at regular season games you look at run-of-the-mill games you very rarely see it anymore. yeah you're probably right hey guys keep it right there we're out of time for this segment but we're back with more especially the nba guys 22 team format i can't wait to hear your take on this they are ready to go back to school and play thanks to jimmy you guys keep it right there thanks to angel and david behind the glass it's tom Mazaway, terry foster and jimmy king back after this 